Welcome back to CHS Ignite, I'm your host Wyatt Baritschka. I have finally come out of the shadows of my room while practicing social distancing. This episode, we finish our COVID-19 coverage with the administrator's perspectives of online education and the outbreak as we begin to ignite the show. Wyoming is now allowing certain places to open, which include gyms, hair salons, barber shops, and personal services. Graduation will still happen on May 31st, but it won't be an ordinary graduation due to the COVID-19 outbreak. Cody schools have been officially canceled, but will still continue online through the May 28th. When we come back from the break, administrators' perspectives of online education and the COVID-19 outbreak. All right, guys, I'm here with Mr. McCarty. He is the principal of Sunset Elementary School. How are you doing today? I'm doing very well. How are you today? I'm doing good. Um, so what was your reaction when you heard school was going to be canceled for quite some time? Well, it was definitely a process. Uh, it wasn't closed for, you know, the remainder of the school year until several steps later. So um, the initial closure was several weeks and that was that was challenging because I didn't you, we never experienced this um I would say you know I've been in education for 21 years and never have had an experience quite like this at all and I would say that anybody that's been in our district even longer than that hasn't had an experience like this so um just more of a a concern about what's really happening trying to get to the bottom of it um and you know you just you just don't know anything and the more you the more you try to learn about it, the more you re realize you really don't know much more. Uh, as a principal of a elementary school, how has this pandemic and uh, quarantine affected you? Um, you know, I think all of us, myself included, we, we got an education um, because we love kids. We love dealing with kids. We love the interactions that we have with children on a daily basis. Um, so I guess this is, I think, impacted me greatly. And I would say that's impacted my staff tremendously because they didn't expect to have or to be teaching students online um, like they're doing. Uh, it's provided some significant challenges, um, especially for those of us, myself included, who aren't the best at technology. So um, it's, it's been a challenge, uh, no doubt. Yeah, I, I can see that challenging portion of it. Uh, as a principal, you obviously, your students are already on online education. They're getting that going. What do you expect from them as students with this online education for the time being? Well, it's interesting because, you know, every grade level is different. Uh, the older the, the student, the, the easier online education becomes. So um, at the elementary level, it's significantly different from a kindergarten student who's six to uh, a fifth grader who could be 11. So um, there's some different challenges that that provides. Um, most of our students in grades three through five um, are doing online Google Classroom types of activities, very similar to the middle school and high school stuff. Um, but our kindergarten through second grade, a majority of that is um, paper pencil with some extensions in regard to uh, online learning. So it's completely different. Um, and every every teacher, I trust every teacher to be professional and make sure that the students are getting what they need to, to be successful and that they're meeting with teachers 
um, twice a week, trying to get some things taken care of, making sure that kids are understanding what they're learning. Um, it's definitely a challenge for, for teachers, but I think it's even more of a challenge for families. I mean, I, I know families aren't expected. I mean, they're not teachers, first of all, and, and they're trying to do the best they can trying to navigate their lives um, at home with multiple children, uh, with jobs, with trying to get this learning in. Um, it, it's provided some significant challenges for them. And then it transfers over to, to schools too, because we have families and teachers who are meeting with students um, well after typical school school day hours. That's, that's always a challenge. So um, you never seem to be off the clock uh, during during this. We haven't been off the clock during the school closure at this point in time. Yeah, I can um, see that. As a principal, um, all, all the principals I've interviewed in, um, during with this episode are part of the podcast. They've said that communication has kind of affected them a little bit. Has how how's your communication with your teachers and students been? You know, we meet weekly. I meet with each team every week, so um, that's not any different than what we've done before. That obviously it's via Zoom as opposed to face to face. But you know, even with Zoom, you're able to see them and visit with them and let them voice their concerns and frustrations, but also the the awesome celebrations that they're having every week with students. So that's really really cool. Um, you know, I have a pretty good working relationship with my staff, so I would say that you know they know that they can text me, call me, email me. So that line of communication is is always open as well. But it is challenging. I'm, I I like I like people. I like I like my staff, I like visiting with them, I like seeing them on a regular basis. So that has been challenging because I miss them. I miss my staff, I miss the kids. I miss all those interactions that happen on a daily basis that are not happening anymore. Um, so it, it again, it's providing challenges, but we're getting through it. Yeah, uh, as a principal, do you have goals with this quarantine just from your job perspective? Well, yeah. I mean. I, the things that I have to do as a principal, I still have to do as a principal. So, um, a lot of, a lot of, still a lot of meetings. Um, we're, we, we still are conducting IEP meetings and things of that nature that, um, they're, they're happening regardless of the quarantine or the school closure. It, those are things that need to get done. So, um, we have had a lot of different meetings canceled, um, which frees up more time, but those, those, that freedom of time seems to be eaten up by other meetings that are, are, coming around because of this school closure. So um, yeah, it's again, there's nothing that we haven't had happen that hasn't provided some challenges for us, but we are, I think we're adapting a, a, a daily. Um, things change, the, the more we learn about how things are working, the more we learn how things are going in the classroom. We're making alterations every single day just to make sure we're meeting kids' needs. So, um, you know, our, our, as far as expectations for for my staff and students, you know, they're pushing out new learning, which is challenging through this um, core, uh, closure because the reality of it is, is when you have a, any, even fifth grade students who are 10 and 11, um, it, sometimes it's challenging to, you know, keep their attention span when you're sitting right across the table from them. So when you're talking and, and trying to do this through Zoom, but there's many distractions uh, with that. And we, we've experienced some of those things and we've, we've gone away from some of those whole class learnings to more small group stuff. And that's, again, it's an adjustment. It's a learning curve that our teachers are, are doing a great job with trying to make sure that our kids are getting what they need to, to be successful. And we do thank you guys for that, for getting us the educations and all of that. Um, 
my last question is is do you have any additional thoughts with uh, the COVID-19 outbreak, being stuck at home, um, online education, anything about that? Well, I, I would just say this is not by any stretch of the imagination how any of us believed this year or any year would ever go. So this is a, a, a new hurdle that we're, we're having to face and having to, to climb over. And I think I'm very proud of my staff and, and not just mine, but the entire district for all the things that they're doing because, um, this is not something that was expected. I, I think the biggest challenge that I'm seeing as we as we enter the month of May is the closure. Um, every year, our, our people are so attached to their students that we want to make sure we close down the year the way it needs to be closed down, have some closure with those kids, and push them to the next grade, saying, "Hey, here's 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 where you are. Here's what we love about you. Good luck next year." And and right now, we're not being able to do that like we have in the past. That is heartbreaking for many people um myself included because the kids the kids have left have been gone since pretty much march 13th um and we haven't seen them very often or very much since that point in time and we will see them hopefully in the fall but that's a that's a half a year calendar year that we're going to be without seeing kids and and their growth and progress is is awesome but it's still heartbreaking for us not to have some closure not to send them on their way not to end the year with all the fun activities that we always have at the end of the year. And that's why you work so hard every year throughout the course of the year is to get to May, to get to those last two weeks where you have a lot of those fun activities that um, we're not going to have. Uh, I read an article not too long ago um, from a, a teacher. I don't even know where the teacher was from, but it talked about how you start the school year with um, trying to get set up routines and get to know your kids and then Christmas break hits. Um, and then you're, you're spending the next month or so, recovering from that two or two week break uh, and then finally you hit your stride about March March and April you're really you're really cooking along as a teacher as a student things are going well you're really having those great interactions and fun times with your students and then May is kind of a closing type of opportunity for teachers and kids to to shut the door or whatever grade they're on or they're at and move on to the next grade and we're not able to do that this year and that's that's I think that's very disappointing um, but the fact of the matter is that we are in this situation and we're going to do the best we can and, and we're going to do some things in the fall that we probably have never done before um, to try to create some closure from the previous year. So there's some things in the works. Our teachers are very creative, um, have some great ideas, and I, I'm looking forward to next fall. Um, but we have a lot of things to, to button up in the next month before we can even get to that point. Uh, Mr. Mercari, I just want to thank you again for taking the time to do an interview. Uh, greatly appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Good to see you, White. Thank you for listening to this episode of CHS Ignite. I'm your host, Wyatt Baritschka, and next time I'll see you guys, it will be the Senior Show.